Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host this week is Grace Duffy, and this is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On this week's Social Media Marketing Talk Show, we're going to explore new Instagram scheduling and messaging tools. Our special guest is Alex Beaton. And before we get into the conversation, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World. Now, we know that you listen to this show because we're awesome, but we also know that you're <laughs> awesome and want to stay awesome and become more awesome because you want to stay ahead of your competitors. You want to master the social platforms that matter, and you want to be able to measure an ROI from your activities as a social media marketer. Well, the best way to do that is to come to Social Media Marketing World 2020. And it's brought to you by us, Social Media Examiner. You'll be able to rub shoulders with the biggest names in social media. You'll be able to soak up countless tips and new strategies. You'll be able to enjoy extensive networking opportunities in sunny San Diego, California. So don't miss the industry's largest conference and get in early for big discounts by going to socialmediamarketing.world. All right, let's hit this show. So... I want to welcome our first guest, our only guest, our best guest. Let's put it that way. It's Alex <laughs> Beaden. She is an an Instagram stories expert, an online business strategist who teaches small business owners and marketers how to use Instagram stories. And she's the creator of the online course, Gram Slam, and a daily prompt subscription service, Project Storyline. And she's a speaker at Social Media Marketing World 2020, which I just told you about. Hello. It's Alex Beaden. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Great having you. We've heard nothing but good things. And in fact, we've heard nothing but great things from you because you were recently on Michael Stelzner's social media marketing podcast, which I listened to at least two times. And I know Grace did as well. So there you go. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I really did. And then, by the way, we'll probably, uh, Grace, we should definitely link up to that episode uh, in the show notes oh, for yeah. this one. Yeah, so I was surprised. So many people it. messaged me and they were like, I love that episode. And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad. <laughs> so right, well, let's get into the news. So Instagram, well, you know, it's better said Facebook made the announcement that uh, <laughs> Instagram publishers and creators can now publish and schedule their Instagram feed and IGTV content for up to six months in advance using Facebook Creator Studio. Be clear where that name is. And <laughs> this is uh, Grace. Why don't we run down through some of the other you know nuts and bolts here before we get into the discussion? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So this is available to all businesses and you do need to have an Instagram business 
or a Facebook creator studio account linked to a Facebook page for this feature to work. Uh, you can also add tags and locations to your post and crop images. So that's for content scheduled six months in advance. In a few months, your Instagram feed and IGTV posts, you'll be able to draft and edit them. That tool will also be made available. So once you link those two things, you'll be able to natively schedule and manage your Instagram posts and IGTV <laughs> video broadcasts by clicking on the Instagram logo at the top of the page. Well, it sounds like this has been familiar to us, right? Like the, the ability to schedule Instagram posts have been officially available for a little while now. Have you used any of those tools? Yeah, for sure. So I've been using Planoli to post directly to my feed and to schedule posts to my feed. And I love using Planoli. So yeah, it's definitely not something that's brand new. Although the IGTV feature to be able to schedule IGTV videos, that's definitely something that I've never used before on another platform. Well, and even the unofficial ability to do this inside of Facebook Creator Studio has been around for, I mean, a matter of, well, about a month now when we first kind of got wind of it. When did you find out about that? Have you used this one before, this functionality? I haven't used it yet. And I only found out about it a few weeks ago. So I'm excited to dive into it and kind of experiment a little bit more. But yeah. Well, and, and as we kind of dive in here, um, one of the things that's interesting is Facebook officially now announcing this as a thing and even stating some of the roadmap of what they're going to be adding in in terms of editing stuff. But yeah, they're adding in basically standard features that aren't sitting there right now, but other tools have. How do you think you're going to approach potentially looking at this native scheduling tool? I think it depends. I feel like they have to impress me when it comes to the features. And I think the features have to be something that's different from what everyone else is offering. And I think right now they are doing a few things. So I know that they're allowing you to upload multiple photos in one Instagram feed post, which isn't available on Planoli or anything else like that. So that is really cool. So I can definitely see me leaning towards it as they offer more and more things like that, that really make it stand out compared to the rest of the scheduling apps. And you mentioned that you're using some of those third party apps. So, I mean, again, I think your take is, uh, if I hear you right, you're saying so far, this isn't going to compare really at all. Don't be scared about, you know, your third party tool, I should say, going away or being like nixed by Facebook slash Instagram in that regard. Yeah, especially for me, like when I look at it from a business owner's perspective, all of my stuff is in Planoli. I've been using Planoli for a really long time. I'm comfortable in there. So for me to switch everything over and like learn a new system and platform, they're going to have to really entice me and maybe they will do that. And maybe it will be worth the switch, but we'll have to wait and see. Well, and that actually brings up a good point that when we were talking with uh, members of our community, when this news officially broke from Facebook, a lot mm -hmm. of people said, yay, this is here. But then there was a whole bunch of other people who said, I go in there and it's difficult to navigate and I can't figure out where to go and I don't know what to do. So the UI, at least from impressions from people in our community, is not quite there yet. Yeah. And that's very common with Facebook. I find like even if you look at their ads manager, like it's still kind of coming along, you know, it's it's not very easy for the average person to just go in and use. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. That's that's something that they will have to improve for sure. 
So I find it interesting. It's uh, Instagram posts and IGTV. You know what's missing is Instagram stories. So do you think there's a reason why stories have been excluded here? I think it's probably because Instagram stories is such a in the moment platform and feature Mm -hmm. that they don't want to encourage brands and businesses to be scheduling stories because they want to protect Instagram stories and the functionality and kind of characteristic of Instagram stories of being something that's in the moment. Because I can only imagine if they allowed people to schedule, it would just take stories to a whole different place that we probably would not like. (laughs) Right. Yeah, but we're seeing more and more curated stories. Like there there seems to be a mix, at least on my feed, of things that are really well edited, really well defined, and then other stuff that's just completely random. And both yeah. all of it is fun, you know? So it's so is are they trying to inform us that they want less of the, you know, stylized and more of the random <laughs> spontaneous? Yeah. Well, I think we know that Instagram and Facebook, they are really trying to prioritize the type of content that is shared between friends and family, you know? And so while yes, they do obviously care about businesses and they want us as businesses to spend our money on ads and getting in front of the right people. I think they are really catering the experience to the end user and the average Joe doesn't really have to be scheduling out Instagram stories in order to connect with their friends. So I would definitely say that it's a priority to kind of keep Instagram stories as something that's a little bit more in the moment. Perfect. Yeah. I could see it turning into the way Twitter got where it was just tweet after tweet after tweet out of people's accounts automated and it just became noise. So I could see Mm -hmm. them trying to proactively prevent that from happening here. So potentially it'll never happen. And and honestly, I think maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. So uh, I do want to make a quick mention that uh, Facebook published a new guide to Creator Studio that we will link up to in the show notes for this episode. So you'll be able to grab that. And uh, basically it spells out all the different things that are in there, what you can do with it. Creator Studio, that is, to manage your Instagram presence, use its analytics tools, and all of that. So look for that uh, in the show notes for this episode. So next up, this next news item, Grace, spell this out for us. This has to do with TikTok? What? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. So Instagram is reportedly working on a new tool called Clips, which seems to mirror many features that are central to TikTok, mainly the ability to string together multiple recorded clips into one video, add music. You can adjust each the speed and length of each of those clips individually so that you can kind of create your own, you know, cinematography around your your TikToks, right? So this was an experimental experimental feature discovered by Jane Manchin Wong in early July, and it was reported by Business Insider. And although Instagram declined to comment on it, they also didn't deny it. So, Alex, are you a TikTok user? Are you familiar with TikTok, how TikTok clips works? Yeah. So I just downloaded TikTok about two months ago because I was hearing about it nonstop. And so I was like, I have to go and check out this app. And I checked it out and it is, it's quite cool. It actually it has a kind of like vine feel. I don't know if you guys remember vines. And so it, it was interesting to like just experiment and, and see how it works. Um, but for me, what what I think of when I think of TikTok is like those 
homemade music videos where you're kind of like singing along to a song and it, it's like kind of sped up and you're doing like funny dance moves. And really TikTok is for like the younger generation, right? It's for the people who are like 13, 14, 15. And that's where we're seeing them spend a lot of their time having fun online. And as we all know, these things have a tendency of starting young and then aging up as we've seen with Facebook, as we've seen with Instagram. So it's, it's interesting to just be aware of it and see that it's there. Do you think that if this clips functionality were to roll out Instagram, roll out on Instagram, that there would be an effect on TikTok? Do you think maybe they would steal some of their thunder? Yeah. So it's hard to say no to that question as much as I would love to be like, no, I want to find TikTok. <laughs> it's like the same, you know, Instagram stories and Snapchat. Like, of course, Snapchat was affected when Instagram, I want to say stole, took <laughs> the stories feature. It just kind of is what it is. So yes, it will definitely affect TikTok. But I think as well, if TikTok can do a good job, as I believe Snapchat has done, of really listening to their users and understanding what makes them different from the other social media platforms, then it may not be too negatively affected. It may not be the end of the world for them. I still think that they'll be able to innovate and have their own space in the industry. But it's just so funny that Instagram, I, I didn't actually hear about this until I saw the notes for the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's actually a really smart move on Instagram's part because everyone's talking about TikTok, you know? Right. So if, if you're cutting out the, the need for me to now go and download TikTok in order to make TikTok videos, then that's awesome. Like I see so right. many people making videos on TikTok and then uploading them into their stories. So right. Yeah. yeah. I've been seeing that too. And I've been seeing people uploading their TikToks to Pinterest too, like their little like how-to videos and stuff. Ah. So yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, on TikTok, it doesn't go away after 24 hours like a story would. But of course, you could highlight that story on Instagram as your, I'll just, for lack of a better word, your TikToks or your clips. <laughs> Let's clips. Yeah. If, the, if this is room, the rumored name for it is clips, you could say cl call it clips and have it be a highlight of stories that are just those things over on your, your profile on, on in the Instagram. So very true. Interesting. It's definitely very well, cool. We'll, we'll keep tracking this. If it comes to fruition, we'll obviously be reporting on it next up. Instagram is developing a separate messaging app again. <laughs> so again. The, the reason I say again was because I was like, wait, hold up. Is this article or is this report like from a year ago or more? Because basically the, the verge is reporting that Instagram could be encouraging more private messaging by having another separate app, a new app called Threads, but Instagram killed their original standalone direct message app called Direct this year in May 2019. So I'm just curious what the heck they think they're doing. Uh, Alex, did you ever try Direct at all? Yeah, I honestly don't really understand the value in having like a separate app. <laughs> so to me, it made sense when it went away. But for this, I think, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool that Instagram are trying different things. I think it's cool that they're trying this new app thread where from my understanding, it's going to be, yes, like having those conversations between your friends, but also being able to communicate, you know, like, what you're doing in that moment and are you free? Are you busy? Are you, so maybe even having like a social function to it as well for people who want to like hang out. I don't know. Well, the verge highlighted that it was close friends, right? So I remember that Instagram rolled out the close friends feature. Awesome. 
for yeah option exactly for for stories right so do you think that okay on top of having a separate app like do you think there's a reason to have a separate app just for these close friends would be useful it depends on the app i think if the app is well done it could be cool if the app is not well done and if it's kind of pointless then it's going to be a waste of space so i think it really depends on the app and the user experience and the actual functionality of it as well when I first heard of this, I immediately thought about, you know, Facebook's priorities, right, of, of like more private interaction. So it seems like in line with that. But at the same time, like you just got rid yeah. of this. I, when <laughs> Grace, as you said it, it suddenly hit me. You know, I actually think I want this app. I want an Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, my Instagram messages that are just my close friends. So I don't have to go into the app full, the big app, the Instagram app proper. I can just go into this threads app just to, you know, do some quick chatting with those close friends. I don't know. There's maybe something there. We'll see. Anyways. What's interesting is like, if you think about the, the competition, so like if you look at like any other type of messaging app with your close friends, for me, that's WhatsApp. Like I use WhatsApp right. every single day to talk to my close friends. The difference that I could see between my close friends on Instagram versus my close friends in WhatsApp is that my close friends on Instagram are more like the people who are in my industry, the people who are inspiring me, people who I'm responding to their stories. I don't have their phone numbers. Like I'm not messaging them in WhatsApp being like, yo, what's up? It might be cool to have a separate app where we can have those types of conversations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's interesting. I could see that maybe being a thing, especially if it's got functionality that the main direct messages inside of the the, the main app uh, just doesn't Doesn't. have. Exactly. Exclusivity. It so much depends. Yes. Well, again, this is another thing where it's like, okay, they're testing it. So we'll see what happens here and obviously uh, report more on this as it develops. So uh, next up, Grace, give us the rundown on what this back-to-back stories ads test is. Well, Instagram kicked off a test with a small percentage of users that will be seeing Instagram stories ads from two different advertisers back to back in their feed. So this was reported by Newsweek. Uh, Instagram is still gathering feedback to see if this new ad arrangement has a positive effect. A Facebook spokesperson told Adweek that the ad load fluctuates based on how someone uses Instagram. So they're going to closely monitor someone's sentiment, both as ads and overall commerciality of it. They're looking to improve they said that they're looking to improve the experience both for users and for advertisers so alex do you think that back-to-back story ads will improve the ad experience on instagram for users? i don't nope. <laughs> <laughs> i think that would be it's kind of like you know when you're watching tv and you've got to wait for five different commercials i quite like right now that i see an ad i know it's an ad and i know the next one is not going to be an ad um, so the thought of having them back to back to me is very unappealing. I'd be open to my mind being changed when I actually see it and experience it. But my initial response is no, I would prefer that this was not a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They say that they're testing this as part of like an ongoing effort to improve the ad experience on their platforms and figure out like the right frequency I guess my question is, is our advertisers, especially the second advertiser, going to see benefit if they skip out of it because the first one was an ad and now I'm the second advertiser is another ad skip. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And would you pay a different price to be the first one or to be the second right. one? And Right. Yeah. Versus 
maybe you're paying for placement and in the, the whole, st- say I sit down and I'm going to go through all the stories of everybody I'm going to sit that I'm, that I'm following for and they intersperse however, what, three, maybe four, depending, mm-hmm. again, it's going to be contextual depending upon how many people I'm yeah. following and how many stories mm-hmm. they made probably, but breaking it up in that instance, it's different than having one big commercial ad block inside of a TV show where, you know, okay, there's going to be three or four and I've got time, yeah. you know, you set your phone down and let it play while you go use the bathroom is the metaphor I want to go with. Like we <laughs> used to do, like we used to do with television. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know, but I know that this is tricky because stories is one of the few places where there's still like availability. We're not maxed mm-hmm. out in a sense ad wise. So, yeah. And I feel like it's going to take away a little bit of the magic of stories. If you have, so many ads within your stories. So even for me, you know, when they started adding as many ads that they did into the feed, it kind of just, I wouldn't go as far as to say ruined the feed, but I definitely did not enjoy the feed as much as I did before. So yeah, I think they need to be careful with it. But at the same time, I also understand that, you know, this is a marketing platform and they are here to make money selling ad space. And so I understand that from a business perspective, that might be the wisest thing for them to do. For sure. Yeah. We've talked about this before as well on the show that Instagram is the one place where the ads really work on us. Yeah. I actually, I can tell you right now, I can confess that mm-hmm. I have bought things off Instagram more than anywhere else other than me actually searching for it or, mm-hmm. you know, Amazon, duh. <laughs> Uh, in the past couple of weeks, again, that's the social network. It wasn't Facebook. It was not Twitter. Yeah. It wasn't Pinterest. It wasn't LinkedIn. It was Instagram. I don't know what it is about that. Maybe you do. I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but Alex, what do you think? Like, what is it about Instagram that makes us, that makes me, I'll, I'll say that gets me, that per, makes me purchase. <laughs> Are you buying from an Instagram story, from an Instagram ad, or from an account that you follow that they're like maybe using the shop function and how are you going about buying? Uh, I would say there was definitely a story that caught my eye and it was a brand I'd never heard of. So it was the visual. Oh, of so it was it. an ad. Yeah, it was an ad. Wow. And then it's, ne- I don't think it's ever been a brand I'm actually following. It's always been an ad going through the feed. Wow. And so it's been a feed ad, yes. not a story ad. Well, both one story ad both. and then like, two different feed ads at least. So I think because Instagram is such a visual platform, I don't know. There's something about Instagram that feels so native. I think for me, Facebook has just become a kind of a place where I just go to use Facebook groups. Whereas when you're in Instagram, I just think your guard is down. You're there to enjoy yourself and have fun. There's nothing like super political or any, like, I feel like Instagram, there's a lot of news. There's a lot of articles. There's like a lot going on. Instagram is more to do with just like, checking in on your friends and enjoying yourself, you know? So I think there's a different vibe happening over on Instagram. That's probably lending itself more to you deciding, Oh, I'm going to buy that thing. (laughs) Well, and maybe we're, maybe I'm going through the one, the visuals are so dominant, even if there's lots Mm -hmm. of text in the caption, it's kind of truncated until you click read more or whatever it is, but the visuals dominant and you're looking at each visuals like, Oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? As you're scrolling or as you're watching stories, which, takes up the whole screen. I guess that's got to play in somehow the visuals in both modes. So yeah, that just randomly came up to to like read and so much more to kind of just visually enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. 
awesome and dangerous and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a dangerous sandwich with two slices of awesome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> very cool. Well, very cool. Alex, we've come to the end of the segment, but we would love to again, I want to highlight that you were recently on uh, Mike's uh, Michael Selzner's social media marketing podcast, and we'll link up to that talking all about Instagram stories. That you're going to definitely be at Social Media Marketing World 2020 speaking, but we'd like to also know in between now and then where we can find you and what you're working on now. Yeah, so actually, right now I'm running a free five day challenge that's all about Instagram story engagements. So if anyone's interested in joining the challenge, they can head on over to doubledownwithalex.com. You can sign up for free. And yeah, that's where you can find me. That's what I've been up to lately is just hosting this amazing challenge. You've got 9,000 business owners from all over the world who have signed up. So it's pretty awesome. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, hopefully everybody goes and checks that out. And Alex, great job. Thanks for being on the show. We'll definitely have you back soon. And as Thank soon you as we for got, having me. You know, more Instagram news. And we'll talk. Awesome. Bye, Bye. Alex. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. All right. So that is our Instagram segment, but we have a Facebook segment here. A short one. Just one. Just one. Just one thing. Facebook. Well, we just couldn't. We couldn't. I couldn't leave this alone. I just had no. to because it was kind of polarizing. Actually, it was it was not polarizing. Most people. Anyway, we'll get into it. What it is is Facebook has released new portals portals, I guess a new portal, a new portal mini and a portal TV. Now it's not a, it's not a big TV. It's a small thing that attaches to your TV. You realize it's the portal's only been out for a year or basically yeah, about it came a year. Out last year. Yeah. It came out last year for Christmas. Yeah. So, Thanksgiving. I, and I think, Hey, here we're in September. Facebook's like, Hey, let's get the new portals out there so people can get used to the idea of maybe considering buying one for the Christmas season this year. But what they've done is they basically come out with an all do all new redesigned portal and portal mini. And what those do is the portal mini is an eight inch HD display. The portal itself is a 10 inch HD display. It does video calls. It does. It shows photos. You can watch videos in portrait or landscape orientations. And let's see, there's some other interesting things here. Uh, they got a built-in speaker. It's got the A-L-E-X-A functionality inside of it. And yet the bigger thing, the different thing here, Portal TV is where it's essentially like adding Skype to your home living room, large screen TV. That's what I'll liken it to. And essentially what it is, is the ability to intelligent. It's got what the, the original portal does with that AI where it's got the smart camera where it will intelligently pan and zoom and so that you can do, you know, voice chats, video chats, and you can even watch something on screen and the people on the other end of the portal TV, you can watch, you know, in, in a sense, it's a living room watch party, right? So yeah. am I, what am I missing here, Grace? I'm trying to call out all the, the main features here. Well, it, like you said, it does the intelligent pan and zoom. So you could actually walk around the room and it'll follow the camera will follow you. Yes. Right. As the main speaker. And it also enhances the voice of whoever's speaking. So if there's background noise like, hey, it's Christmas morning and we're all opening gifts, the person that's speaking 
it will enhance their voice, right? And then they'll also include it. Both all the devices also include WhatsApp and Messenger calling. Yeah. So I think that that's brand new. And then both of those, or at least the WhatsApp calls, will have end-to-end encryption. So and then Facebook has also promised, you know, utmost security, privacy. And at first, I was kind of like, you know, whatever, right? But then after our segment last week about Facebook dating and the steps that they're taking. Yeah. to assure the security there. I'm just kind of like, well, I hadn't thought about that. And, yeah. and actually there are a bunch of, uh, I don't want to go through spelling it out right here, but as you go through the, the pitch for it, where they're talking about the security precautions that you can do, like it comes with the ability to like turn everything off and cover up the, uh, the camera. And there's, I know there's a software piece as well. You know, again, We've been talking about the whole having an ever-present, always-listening microphone in your house that can talk back to you, and now this adds in a camera, but when we talked, again, earlier this week, we talked about this on our Facebook page with people in our community, and the idea here was so many people just instantly said, no way, no how, because it's Facebook, and I think had they not had all the PR issues with privacy, I don't know that this would be as big of a deal or as big of a pill to swallow to get people to be interested in this. But the fact is, is it is. And the majority of the people just said no. Now, there was another side of people who I will find myself included in where I want to say I have tech savvy, non-tech savvy, I should say, parents. And having one of these on their TV and having one here and for the sole reason of doing like FaceTime on a maximum scale that's easier to do is tempting, but it doesn't sell me 100%. What do you think, Grace? I think on a macro level, I mean, if you see trends, there's things, there's that meme of like, you know, was it like 1996? Like, don't talk to people on the internet and don't tell people your address. And now we literally summon stranger or don't talk to strangers and don't give your address on the internet. We literally are using the internet to summon strangers to our house to pick us up. Right. Right. And that's all ride sharing services. I think cars with strangers, riding in cars with strangers. There you go. I (laughs) was like, there's so many metaphors. So I think ultimately convenience and personalization will win people over. And whether it's this device or another device, I mean, a lot of us already have these kind of devices in our home. That's mainly me. So. <laughs> including our phones and the Facebook right. app. Like right. I updated to the new iOS yesterday and instantly Facebook's app, as it opened up, one of the functions of the new iOS was it said it alerted me. Facebook would like to use Bluetooth in order to find other devices to connect to. And I'm like, hex nah, and turned it off. I'm gonna like, <laughs> but up until that point, like Facebook never asked me for that permission, and yet now they are, or at least Apple's being transparent that Facebook's trying to. And it's like, yeah. So anyway, there you go. I don't know what else to say on this. No, I do, actually. Uh, David Foster was one of the people that commented, and I remember that he commented saying that he's not interested, but he's not opposed, and he doesn't consider privacy like this. I mean, it's like you you were saying. We've come to this point where privacy is kind of this – thing we're willing to give up for the sake of convenience. He said he's got the Amazon, the Google, the Apple devices, all of them. And this one is just another one that's not necessarily work going to work for him. But if they did it right and it came down to it, and I may be paraphrasing. So David, if you're listening to this or watching, like 
I did, I'm not trying to mince your words, but you made me think this is what you said is that ultimately there is no like perfect device right now for everybody. And even this one isn't necessarily like super exciting. And that was maybe more what he was pointing out. Like it just wasn't going to like, it didn't wow him. And this doesn't wow right. me either. So, well, let me ask you this, Eric, all the people in your life that you would want to be connected to with this device, right? So yesterday sure. you and I were talking about, you know, you have relatives or you have family members that aren't very tech savvy or have a reason that they, you know, can't be using other things or whatever, right? Yeah. Are they all on Facebook? Um. Oh, they're here right now. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we summoned them. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think the answer is yes. Because I guarantee, like, I have a ton of relatives, like, scattered all over the world. And the one thing we all have in common is we're all on Facebook. And, you know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, we're all on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, ultimately, like, if I was going to choose where we could all, what would be the easiest thing for all of us to adopt to be able to connect with one another? It would probably be this device. Yeah, you're right. right. It's, It's the common denominator in terms of all of the technology for the most part, because even when it comes to the other piece of technology that we all have at all times with us on our person, which is a smartphone for the most part, we're still bifurcated there. We're fragmented there in terms of the different companies or the, the hardware. Well, I mean, I have an Android device. I know a lot of people like yourself have an iPhone, yeah. right? And even when it comes down to sending messages to each other, I mean, I like my messages come in all weird and chunky to my friend who has an iPhone and she always like sends me a screenshot back and I'm like, yes, but do you understand what I said? So anyway, so there's even some friction there where like, I don't even know that if I send you a long text message that you'll even get it in the way that I intended it to be seen, right? Or in the order that I wanted to be seen. And I'm not quite sure what the you know what the issue is because our entire family's on android so we don't have a problem but you know, like, okay put it that way no i'm kidding no but i mean like but it's the same thing like i'll yeah. hear from apple users saying like oh there's this huge issue but i don't i i, I don't have an experience with that do you eric yeah. no no not really no well we're so so we're not going to fix this issue right now i just wanted to call no. attention to facebook's at it again <laughs> we're we're privacy fun you know facing forward it, it's fine Like they either will be or won't be like either there will be yet another straw that will break the camel's back even more or there won't be. But ultimately, we wanted you to make you aware of it. So there you go. That's our show. Uh, I always have fun doing this show. And I want to remind you that, again, everything we say or mention, uh, if you want to do a little bit deeper dive, we've got show notes for this episode. And you can find it every Saturday when the show drops at socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. You can also subscribe to the show. We'd love for you to do that. Uh, Make sure to do that. It's in iTunes. It's in Google Play. It's in Stitcher. You just need to go search for it. Social Media Marketing Talk Show. And don't forget to go grab the best deals possible to get in at Social Media Marketing World 2020. You can find that at socialmediamarketing.world. And uh, Grace, thanks for being a great co-host and a great producer this week. Eric, thanks for being a great host. And thank you again to Alex Whedon for joining us today. Yes, thank you, Alex. Great job. And uh, we will be recording next week, Friday, September 27th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can join us live by joining us and following us on Crowdcast. That's Crowd 
podcast.io slash SM examiner, or head on over to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. And we will hopefully see you there, but at least uh, you'll listen to us later. Maybe hopefully subscribe. I don't know. Anyways, rambling. <laughs> Thanks again. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.